Hello everyone, it's Saturday, July 22nd. Welcome to Pop Goes the Girls, where we, two sisters born a decade apart, take a parade through our respective journeys through pop culture. I'm Daisy Kosh. And I'm Chelsea Davidson. This episode is not sponsored by Imperial Cotton Candy, despite the fact that we will be eating it for the entirety of this episode. I'm a little scared. I don't know if I'm going to like it. All right, well... I haven't had candy since I was like 12. It's a fitting choice because... because it's a special week. It is a very special week. This week is Barbie week in honor of the new Barbie movie being released in theaters by Greta Gerwig. Also yes. not sponsored by that movie, but I'm really, really excited to see yeah. it. Like, well, people so People are calling excited. it the movie of the summer and literally... Have you seen no the trailer? Seen it yet. Have you seen the trailer? I have seen the trailer. And you know that it. it is Margot Robbie's feet, right? I didn't know that. They are her feet. She had like a bar Thank in front of her. Thank you for the fetish she, information. She had a bar in front of her. She goes, it didn't actually take as long as you'd think. It was only like four or five takes, I think, for her to get it. Yeah. Yeah. It, anyway, that's Everyone not was what like, I was going to say. It makes me laugh, though, because when the trailer initially came out, they were like, is that real? Did they create feet? Are they her feet? And, like, everyone was freaking out, because they were like, that's amazing. Her feet are gorgeous. And her feet are gorgeous, And then. that's I was going to say. And she said they were her feet, and they're like, your feet are stunning. She does have stunning feet. Anyway, but her feet have been on display in yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yeah. as well. Okay, because away Tarantino from the feet. Likes feet. Away from Sorry. the feet. No, Any that's not what I wanted to say. I wanted to say, right at the, I know, we're immediately off track. It is Barbie week, so this is kind of on topic. Um, but they, I loved the trailer where that came out where it gave you a little bit more information about the movie. And it said, if you love Barbie, you'll love this movie. And then, like, ten seconds later, they show some more clips. And then it says, if you hate Barbie, you'll love this movie. Yeah. And I, I love that because it, it's so true. Like, if you are a huge fan of Barbie, you're going to love the movie because Barbie... But if you hate Barbie and think, what the fuck is going on with this little prissy princess? It's perfectly that movie It's as for well. the lovers and the haters. I, I know. <laughs> I, very rarely do people are able to make a movie that pleases everyone. And and I'm hoping it lives up to the hype. Well, it probably mocks Barbie. Because, but at the you, same time, people love I Barbie because it's Barbie. I had a Barbie growing up. You did not. I did. I just had the, the cooler Barbies. The ones that like could actually do shit. Like, I had... Ballerina really? Barbie, who also, like... Did uh, you play with them? Yeah, but my... You know how Barbies used to be, like, sticks? Like, you couldn't do shit with yeah, them? Yeah, those were mine. My Barbies, you could, like, bend them. I had, like, ballerina ones where you could, like, mess with the actual... Uh, like, their hip joints move. Yeah, shit. like, I yeah. could... I could, if I wanted to, my Barbies could be in a car accident. Like, <laughs> I could transform them. Immediately to the horrific yeah. with Daisy. Immediately. But, yeah, because they were, like, ballerines, they had to be movable. So I had Barbies that, like, you could move their oh, knees, you could move their legs higher, like rotate their ankles it was amazing i loved it it wasn't like she can do a backward somersault it was yeah. it was she could be in a car crash yeah but you know this that is I not used gonna to, be a good week for you on, i feel just on. based on the movies and my TV problem shows with my pro my we i didn't have anything against barbie my thing was that i like to reenact scenes from movies that i was watching like i used to have a uh like a toy horse that was that um i used to pretend that was like a broomstick and reenact hocus pocus with wellington my teddy bear <laughs> And I I'd remember like, that. And I would, like, uh, pretend I was going to force the potion in his mouth. And he'd be like, Is that no. what you were doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd reenact scenes. So, like, if there was a car accident, I'd be like, oh, no, Barbie. And then, oh, wee, Daisy's and running around the with a broomstick like, again. Like, I'm watching Death Proof, and then all of a sudden my Barbie loses a leg. You yeah, know? here's the problem. <laughs> that you can say Death Proof and Barbie in the same sentence as part of your childhood. There's the issue that we have here. Eh. Oh, it all gets lost in the sauce. Okay. Anyway, so each week we talk about pop culture artifacts that shaped <laughs> us and why they're memorable to us. 
And we also have the Fan Theory Fight Club, where we argue the merits or detriments of some of the fan theories surrounding interpreting different pop culture items. And then lastly, we'll play a quick round of Twisted Sister, where one of us loves something that the other hates or simply hasn't seen, and we open it up to a poll for you, our lovely listeners, to decide which sister is right. And you can pick sides, but we we all know the truth. We know the truth. We know the truth. Yes. Yes. We know the we truth. We each know the truth. We each our know own truths. the truth. <laughs> okay. So to start us off for our pop culture artifact, we are going to be discussing, you know, drum roll, Miss Congeniality. New Jersey. As you may know, there are many who consider the Miss United States pageant to be outdated and anti-feminist. What would you say to them? Oh, my God. Well, I would have to say I used to be one of them. And then I came here, and I realized that these women are smart, terrific people who are just trying to make a difference in the world. And we've become really good friends. I mean, I know we all secretly hope the other one will trip and, and fall on her face, but... Oh, wait a minute. I've already done that. I freaking love this movie. I made mom rewatch Miss Congeniality the other day because I was like, I need to make notes, mom. And she was like, Do I, you really? You know what? <laughs> Out of all the movies that we're discussing today, I rewatched all of them. I, I started this one last because it was like, I already fucking know this movie. Yeah. I don't need to watch this again. But I there's could so many hidden it. things. That's the, the that other one. The next this movie, week. The next movie that I'm, we're talking about is a very close second. Yeah. I'm not sure which one. I, I've rewatched both of the movies that we're discussing. The I'd first say two. I know Miss Congeniality more than you do, and you know the second movie more than I do. Because you used to watch it well enough that you passed law. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get That's to that. That's a hint to what's coming <laughs> we'll up. We'll get to that. Um, you want to But yeah, on? anyway. Yeah, Miss Congeniality. I absolutely love Miss Congeniality because I, to this day, I don't feel particularly girly. I, I just don't feel like I... You are I, girly. I don't feel like I am... a total Charlotte from Sex and the City. You are Charlotte. Okay. And, and, and what, which Powerpuff Girl am I? Because you always like to tell me, and which Golden Girl am I? And which Spice Girl am I? Like, you tell me which one I am from a group of anybody all the time. But, for all of that aside, fashion sense-wise, I never feel like I'm you very girly. You relate to Gracie? Uh, yeah, I never feel like I'm very girly. But... At the same time, I also don't think that I'm very athletic either. Is so it, is it is it yeah and not yes, Chelsea? Watching <laughs> watching this movie to me was like half of it. I was like, yes, I have the etiquette and all of that and all the like the lady like she's mannerisms and she's great. <laughs> she's Miss United States and the diplomatic <laughs> parts of it. So I I related to like that part and I was like, oh, so all I have to do now is be pretty and then maybe one day I'll be a pageant girl, and then. At the same time, I would watch this movie and see all of, like, the the very obvious police sides. Like, the tomboyish, mm. I guess, is probably the way you would put it. Mm. Sides of, of her. And I would think, oh, you know, maybe I'm more that side. <laughs> and, like, maybe I should, like, learn Krav Maga and that will complete my life. And then I'll join the forces. You want to remember like, to sing. Uh, yes. You want to know Plexus in step, nose, and groin. I actually... Do you want to know something interesting? I, I use that. It's wrong. It's supposed to be sign, not sing. It's supposed to be okay. groin and then nose. 
That's true because when when they go down because of their groin, you hit yeah. up to hit yeah. their nose. I actually did know that. Yeah. And um, the nose is when you hit them there, they they're completely like they're crying. What do they're you call in pain. it? Uh, disoriented. They're disoriented yeah. enough so that you can run away, hmm. and that's the goal: run away, get away. By anyway. the way, for those who haven't seen it and have no idea what we were just talking about, it's the the acronym you use um, to remember what you should do if you're if ever attacked from behind. But yeah, from behind. From the front, you just use the what's it called? The palm, like not the palm, the heel of your hand. Yeah. And just whack them straight up up the nose. Probably breaks their nose if it doesn't. And kick them in the ghoulie end. If it doesn't, it makes their eyes water, giving you enough time to run away. Yeah. I think it's actually a direct quote from the movie. What? <laughs> that it gives you enough time to run away. Yeah. yeah anyway. Run away. Is that all you have to I say? I also about it? learned. No, I'm not. Okay. Done. Okay. I, I also I I love this movie because I swear to God I learned so many things as and I watched it when I was young when it first came out that's when I watched it. I love Michael Caine so I loved everything yeah. there. And I like I loved all of the the cast everybody including all of the pageant I love um uh help Candace me. Bergen Candace Bergen I love her. I love everybody in this movie, regardless. And oh, William Shatner! I love William Shatner. Shout mm -hmm. out to a little Canadian boy there. A little Canadian boy. But more than anything, is I totally related to her character for all sorts of different reasons. Like I was like the girly side and the tomboyish side. I relate to all of it, and I learned like stupid things. Like she played one of Putting the hemorrhoid cream under your eyes. Yes, for the I learned about that. But no. No, the thing that got me going was when um, when she gets bored and, and just as a focus mechanism, she will absentmindedly like run her finger around. I don't know if anybody's she ever done this. She wets her finger and runs yeah, it. Yeah, runs it around the rim of a glass and it will make like a, a ringing sound, right? So you can play the glasses if you have them at the water at different levels. So we know what Chelsea's talent was in the talent for that year. <laughs> so once I learned, no, it was not. I was, I don't think I ever, oh, I did do one talent show as a kid. Let's not talk about that. And <laughs> Anyway, I um, I watched that movie and I intentionally learned how to do that because of that. I was like, look, I can do it, guys, look. And, yeah. and they were like, you literally wet your finger and circle. My dad off. was very proud of me. I don't think anybody else was interested whatsoever. Dad's also the guy that goes around Walmart, though, and, and flicks a glass and puts it to his ear when they're all clearly plastic. He's just hoping to find, like, one really good one in the... This is Crystal! Is he, is he looking for the ocean? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, let's stop making fun of our, our father. No! No, I just say oh. that Dad does stuff like that. Oh, I'm choking on cotton candy. What a Did way to go. What a way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I love Miss Congeniality. I'm very, like, unfocused on, on my love of it, but I love everything about it. I think it's a fantastic movie. I think it's very well written. And it's so watchable. You can watch it any time, and it always kind of lifts you up. Okay, go ahead. You, okay, you a lot of the stuff that you've mentioned overlaps for me, so I'm not going to mention it again. I love the trio specifically of Sandra Bullock, uh, mm -hmm. Ben Bratt, and Michael Caine. I yes. think they're so funny. They're funny together. They're funny with just two of them interacting when they're by themselves. I just, I love it's the whole thing. It's three different kinds of humor, I find. Yeah. They, they offer a little bit, and it, it just works so well together. Yeah, well, I absolutely, I love um, their energy kind of bouncing off of each other. I love any scene where her and Ben, Bra Sandra Bullock and Ben Bratt have a conversation, because there is tension there, because there's specific chemistry within it, but their conversations alone crack me up. Like, when he wants her to be on the team and be the, you know, the undercover agent, and they're fighting in the police gym, I find that hysterically funny. And the line that, you know how 
they have for me when I'm watching it that they have this energy like the guys with her being the only woman there normally you'd feel like that kind of sucks because it is a reflection of it but it does feel like it's like guy friends playing with their tomboy bestie mm -hmm. when they go in to do stuff and I find it really funny when the other two men come into the gym for the life of me I can't remember the actors names but I've seen them in so many things that like for me it's like constant cameos but they sit down, and he and he goes, you know, ten bucks on him. Yeah, they and he, it. And he turns around, and he goes, he goes, I don't know, man. She's got a lot of rage, and I laugh every time he says it because, like, she's like kicking the shit out of yeah. a, a dummy before they even start tussling with each other in the yeah. first place. Um, yeah, and the, and they're betting on them. Yeah, they're yeah. they're like, oh, and, well, he turns around, he looks like you owe me ten bucks, and then when she knocks him on his ass, he's like, hey. Going back to your little trio of Michael Caine, Sandra Bullock, and what's his name, Benjamin Ben, ben Bratt. Ben Bratt, yeah. Going back to that little trio, there is a scene that I think almost perfectly encapsulates it. She's walking in a gown, trying to walk in heels and walk gracefully, and uh, Michael Caine who is like her, I guess, manager or advisor, however you want to put it. Her coach. Her, her, yes, pageant coach. That's what it is. Thank you. Is saying to her, what is your talent going to be in the show tomorrow? And she says, I'll do anything you want me to, Vic. And he goes, oh, dear God. No, no. She she turns around and she goes, uh, I'll do whatever, whatever you want, Yoda. She says something like that. And he's like, oh, my God. And this like, woman has no talent, is yeah. what he said. And he yells it out to uh, Benjamin Bratt, who is a And he's like, he's like, gee, she's right there. Yeah, yeah and he goes, she's, hey, she's right there, Vic. Yeah, like, that's not a nice thing to say. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious, because it, it's just, I don't know, between the three... It pinballs. It, it just yeah, pinballs. It does. Off. It just bounces off of them, back and forth. Yeah. And, I mean, there's even scenes where you'll be watching two of them have a conversation, and in the background, you'll see They're another one They're doing funny doing stuff in the background. Like... Like they're constantly in scene, acting in that scene. I, I she's look, she's tucking donuts into her yeah. bra. Yeah, while they're and you can see Ben Bratt because he's supposed to be a little sleazy. He's yeah. trying to get a peek inside, and he's and meanwhile Michael King's like, "Give me the donuts. Stop eating." No, 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 no. Before they even get to that point, yeah. she's in the background while they're yelling yeah. at each other, stuffing them, stuffing them. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. And I, one of my favorites is when she finally figures out, you know, what's happening, and she's telling Michael Caine, he's like, that's right, wear the crown, you are the crown, wear the crown, you can yeah. taste it, can't you? And she's like, no, 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 you don't get it. And then she's trying to tell Ben Bratt when he's off stage, and he's just like, I don't know what you're saying. Like, he's yeah. trying to do the same yeah. signal and figure the it motions. out. The motions, the motions. Yeah. Um, I love that. Anyway, the other thing, the Mustang Sally scene is iconic for a reason. <laughs> After all the shit she goes through, and she comes walking out, I they have been play. waxed, primped. Yeah, she turns around, she goes, I'm starved, and I'm armed, don't mess with me. And then she trips. And then she falls over, and she gets up, she's like, I'm good. I'm good, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. But she's... No, what I find I about no this bad. movie is that it's, it's really a celebration of, like, like, like there's it's a, a lot of ineptitude. of feminism. Yeah, there's a lot of ineptitude on the man's side in this film. Like, a lot of the guys screw up left, right, and center. And the women, even if they're treated like they've screwed up, did something right. Yeah. Most of the time. Even if it's women, not good. Women are not the heroes and villains within the story. Oh, you... shit. Okay, something very important, because just in case we do. Spoiler alert, starting right now. Spoiler, 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 because we might. We might, we might screw up. We, we should have entered into this with a, a conversation that we're going to spoil something, because... Our timeline should just be spoiler alert. Where I'm heading to right now, even some of the characters that are not good, 
people that are female mm -hmm. still do a good job. Like they they execute their plan really well. Yeah. They are, it's, it's they are well motivated. It is foolproof. Had Sandra Bullock not... <laughs> if they hadn't brought a woman in. Yeah. Yeah. Because the men are convinced it's over. Yeah. And she's like, wait. No. It's yeah. this person. It's yeah. this person. I really believe it's this person. Anyway. Yeah. You've done it wrong. There's something still um, off. It's not that what you think it is. Yeah. Uh, the other thing was, I love the girls' night as well, because I'm not, you don't see a lot of the female contestants within <laughs> this, other than when they're like, world peace. Yeah. That's easy. I'd want world peace. Um, but you have, you know, these are real women, and you, they made them a bit more complex by having them have real conversations, like. And real attitudes and yes, personalities. Yes. Like, you can tell Hawaii from New York, and New York from Texas, and yeah. Texas from Nebraska. Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. They're all different women. Not just like physically. Rhode they don't Island. Just, yeah, I love Rhode Island. She's yeah, not like I. I love the. Sorry, I love the character. Yeah, you just saying you love Rhode Island. Everyone's yeah. just like come yeah. to Jersey. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I meant. But yeah, it's it's so fun. Her some of her lines are hilarious. Oh, my perfect date would be. My perfect date gets mentioned. Isn't it? Isn't all it April April twenty fifth? Because it's not too hot and not too cold. All you need is, is a, a light jacket. jacket. <laughs> and then later she's like, oh my god, I was Rain Man out there. And she's like, no, it's def de definitely not Rain Man. Definitely yeah. not. Yeah. Which in hindsight so is, is not a, the best of jokes, but still. Um, I, I love and the whole girls' do, night that they do. All she wants to do is a sexy dance with her, her batons yeah, on she fire. Yeah, she wants to light the batons on fire and do a sexy dance. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my parents wouldn't approve. They really don't like fire. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's just, she's adorable. Um, and I also love, there's actually a line in it that's very reflective of our week being Barbie week. When she goes in after she's gone on the bus and they go to the actual building where they're going to do their whole introduction and you find out that William Shatner, his character is retiring and all that. Yeah. When she walks in, she says entering Barbie town. When yeah. she walks into the area. Yeah. So, there you go. We tie our shit together. Yeah. On to our Fan Theory Fight Club, which we will be discussing the movie Legally Blonde. Harvard Law School? Three. But that's a top three school. Oh, I have a 4.0. Yes. But your major is fashion merchandising. Harvard won't be impressed that you aced history of polka dots. <laughs> What are your backups? I don't need backups. I'm going to Harvard. I freaking love Legally Blonde. I know I just said that of a miscongeniality, but I freaking love Legally Blonde. And hold on, I gotta tie this in too. They say, uh, go back to the beach, Barbie, in that movie. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Basically, and if you wear pink and you're a woman, you get called Barbie. Are you, are you trying to steal my cotton candy? Okay. I'm just trying to steal some cotton candy. Well, I'm trying to, like, twirl it to keep I, it neat. You know what? I went from being, by, like, vehemently opposed to this. Your math is so blue right now. To super into it. You yeah. look like you ate a Smurf. Oh. Is that what we're going with? Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I've done untoward things to, to a Smurf. Okay. Do you want to explain Legally Blonde real Sexy quick? Sexy Smurf. And then I can connect it. Explain Legally Blonde? Yeah. Absolutely. I can Since explain Legally Blonde. Since you're such a fan. Legally Blonde is one of the greatest movies ever. Um, it is about... Screw Citizen Kane. We want Legally Blonde. Exactly. It is about a sorority sister who 
is in a, an, an unfortunate position where she thinks she is getting engaged and spoiler alert she's being dumped and she's being dumped because she's blonde and she's a sorority girl and she's majored in fashion and he her boyfriend or now her ex-boyfriend wants to be a senator so he wants to date a serious quote unquote girl um so he's going to harvard law doesn't he say that he wants um what's her name i gotta marry a jackie not a Marilyn. yeah yeah which i think is so mean and she's like you're dumping me because i'm too blonde yeah and i do love that she is so to be fair i would totally jump i would dump jackie she, for Marilyn. She, she okay not important <laughs> here she's pushed like she pushes herself out of the restaurant she's so upset um, and he goes and gets the car and he drives alongside her as she's like trotting along in Come her on, tiny Boo little Bear. heels. Come on, Warner, no! No, she's trotting along in her little heels mm. and he says, Come on, get in the car. And she, I goes, he calls her Pooh she Bear. goes, No! And he goes, You're gonna ruin your heels! And she thinks about it, looks at her heels, she goes, Okay. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's all of the things that he tries to say, she's just not having. She's, she's so upset with him and reasonably so. Well, then she has this brilliant upon brilliant idea. Well, hold on. No, no, no. She gets this She's idea. She's going to Harvard! She gets this idea because he's going to Harvard and she thinks she can get him back. Yeah. So her solution is she's going to go to Harvard, prove to, to her ex-boyfriend Warner that she is the kind of girl that he wants. Blondes do it better. That's her point. She can be blonde and beautiful and brainy. Yeah. Booyah. And uh, she puts in the work and she gets to Harvard. With a higher score than Warner. But then she actually has to go to Harvard Law School. Mm-hmm. And that is where the comedy really sets in, in my opinion. And, um, yeah, I'm not going to say any more because it's a brilliant movie and it's worth the watch by far. Uh, I have many a male friend who has watched this movie. Not a gay male friend, just in case that's where this was going. And they love it. So, it's not a girl movie. Although it is a girly sort of movie. Um, it's traditionally female and feminine topics, but not... There's a, a great, there's movie. a great law story there. Like if you like legal drama as well, there's there is kind of a sort of like it's loose. It's comedy, and it's not all I should light. Say legal comedy. It's not all light because they deal with some serious themes. Yes, they do later on in the film. We're not gonna. I don't want to ruin Legally Blonde. I really don't because okay. I just think it's so great. And I find this film extremely inspirational. I've watched it so much that when I, when I was actually going through my law and legal classes, doing all sorts of legal studies. The stuff would come up that came from Legally Blonde, and I remembered the lines from Legally Blonde, and therefore I understood beforehand, before having to do any of the readings. Didn't you know what habeas the rea? Was. Is it habeas rea? No, no. mens rea. Mens rea, mens rea yeah. is like a, a guilty habeas mind. Habeas corpus. That's it. Ha yeah, and what habeas corpus was. I yeah. knew what both of those things were before. I watched Legally Blonde, and then I took law, so I wasn't relying on the movie for my law career. Oh but my <laughs> god, I I knew so much; it was unbelievable. And yeah, I think to this day, I love learning the, the class, terms in law. The class I got the the highest grade in were my my introductory law classes because yeah. I, I knew all of the information I had the I had the humanities like psychology in that we could solve crime I I figure out their mens rea and you just prove the habeas corpus <laughs> that's not quite how it works but <laughs> yeah I, I don't think you remember what habeas corpus is but thank you uh, anyway find it extremely inspirational and like literally no one including her own parents thinks she's good enough to do this. Her friends don't understand why she's doing it. I mean, they, they get it, but at the same time, they don't understand why she's putting so much work in and sacrifice. Um, but she has a wonderful line in it at, at, at close to the end of the movie. I won't, I won't explain the context, but 
she says you must always have faith in people and most importantly you must always have faith in yourself and I love that line I find it extremely inspirational especially in the context of the movie mm. so enough about me enough about me this Are you is ready for this our fan theory don't shit on my movie go ahead Charles, would you believe it? Legally Blonde is yeah. a clueless sequel. It is. Yes, it is. What happened to the August 28th files? Hmm? What? Mel wanted them tonight. There were twice as many. He's going to go ballistic. Where are they? I think I checked them for the September 3rd conversations. What? Where'd you put them? I divided them into two piles. Is, is that wrong? Oh, my God. I have to redo all that. What are you, some kind of idiot? Hey. She didn't know. She just sent us back a day. Who cares about the September call? Now we're screwed. I'm sorry. Just forget it, okay? Just go back to the mall or something. Oh my god, I see it already. Are you ready? I already see it. So, superficially, both Cher Horowitz, who is the protagonist of Clueless, and Elle Woods, who is the protagonist of Legally Blonde, are rich, bubbly, blonde valley girls, right? They're both smart, they're both stubborn, they're tenacious. They display abilities to argue their case, uh, share in high school, and L in Harvard Law, University, courtroom, whatever you want to call it. It, it all overlaps. It's an umbrella. <laughs> um, they display disability, but they use relatively odd logic, and they have misplaced book smarts, you could say, because they know stuff, but they don't necessarily use the stuff that yeah. they know. Um... Anyway, so their ages also line up perfectly because Cher is a sophomore in 1995 when the movie, you know, hold takes on, place. Hold on, hold on. What's the theory? That Cher is Elle Woods. How? They, they're, her, she's Cher Horowitz and that's Elle Woods. Calm down. And, and Elle Woods has a mother. Remember? Remember her mom? Hi. When she's in the pool, Can she I? has a mother. Oh my God. Cher's mother is dead. In Clueless, and she kind of takes care of her father. Are you ready? I no, I'm not ready. I'm I'm I'm, I'm already the, no. They're both great movies, okay, but they're I not continue? the same people. Can I continue? Yeah, go ahead. So Cher's a sophomore in 1995. So she graduated high school in 1997, and then graduated college in 2001, which Lily Blonde takes place in 2001. They're both talented debaters, as I've already mentioned. They are. They, use per they both use personal stories to prove their points. So Cher uses the whole father's party. You know, people did, like, they, like, did not the RSVP. Hadians. The Hadians. And the Hadians. Yeah, the Hadians. So, like, <laughs> if we could just, like, get into the kitchen, rearrange some things, we could totally party with the Hadians. Isn't it like the refugee crisis for, the, yeah. for Haiti? Yeah. And she calls them the Hadians? Yeah. And that was her mistake. Yeah, that was a genuine they mistake. Just, they just didn't correct her. Alyssa anyway, Silverstone did not know that's anyway, how you Anyway, back on track. <laughs> Elle, she uses her sorority sister. She ruins her perm by entering a wet t-shirt contest, and that helps prove her case in her situation. You just ruined the movie! I didn't say anything other than that helps her prove her case. Calm down. Okay, fine. Calm down, Charles Okay. But... Cher also adjusts all of her grades through strategized, like, negotiations, convincing her teachers all to, you know, bump up her grades. At one point, even, raising her grade from a C-plus to an A-minus. So, since Cher is 16, her argument is a valid one, but it isn't supported by facts. Now, because she's in high school, she has some growing to do. Elle has learned from Harvard 
to argue the same way, but support her arguments with facts. And she's a fashion student. Yeah, which Cher was very into fashion. Do you want to know what my problem is? Can I get to the one problem with this? Uh, No, I've got more than one problem. Is the problem that one's named Cher and the other one's named Elle? Because there's my biggest issue. They don't have the same name. Elle's parents don't support her going to law school, while Cher's dad supports her helping research his cases. Ding, ding, ding. There's a bunch of issues. No. I I say absolutely not. And and not for, not like I, how dare you suggest that Cher's going to be L. That's not my issue. My issue is that these two movies are, are, yes, they have a lot of similarities, but they are distinct. They're so distinct with so distinct storylines that there's absolutely Maybe no way. she's like a descendant, you know? I could believe cousins. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. So you don't believe the No, theory? I poo-poo this theory. Boo theory, boo! Okay. I object! <laughs> I have the issue with the fact that they literally had different names. But yeah. I think that it's cool that they were able to connect it enough that you were like, huh, they could be the same person. No. I say whoever came up with this lazy theory. Like, what if, what if Cher, hold on, what if Cher went into witness protection program, you know? But she had amnesia as well? No, her dad died and she had to stay with this other couple and they weren't very supportive of her. It's like a Cinderella story. Okay, this is, which also has her from Legally Blonde in it. Yeah. Okay, we're we're done with this theory. I say. You mean Jennifer Coolidge? Boo! Boo theory, boo! Okay. Boo theory, boo. Yes. Um. I object. (laughs) Now it's time for... Are you going to say overruled? (laughs) Overruled. (laughs) Sustained. (coughs) Oh my god, I'm dying. Anyway. Okay. Now, on to our final segment. We are going to play our round of Twist the Sister now. We will be discussing discussing what, Chelsea? Uh, Bring it on. You. And you. I mean, hi, I'm... A cheerleader. Uh, yeah. Head cheerleader, to be exact. Wow. <laughs> so, does Missy live here? Uh, actually, she moved back to L.A. Yeah. Something about evil cheerleaders or... <laughs> Look, I'm serious. We have to get her. Is her drug dependency going to be a problem? Cliff, shut up. What do you want? I want you on the squad. <laughs> You're the best. They know it. They just reject the unfamiliar. Thanks, but no thanks. I mean, I plead temporary insanity. See, I'm a hardcore gymnast. No way jumping up and down screaming, go team, go, is going to satisfy me. I also love this movie. So this is a week of like movies that I love from my childhood. Yeah. All of these roughly came out at the same time. Like they're not that far apart. And I I say they they formed a nice basis. Probably within five, probably within five years, you got uh, Miss Congeniality, Bring It On and Legally Blonde. This you even a, got clueless within that time this too. This is a lot could, like, of like my, my early high school years. Oh, no, no, clueless Since, was definitely before all of this because I was very young when clueless came out. I didn't. But actually, clueless was ninety five. Uh, yeah, I didn't get clueless when it first came out because I was pretty young still. You would have been ten during *Legally Blonde*. You know that, right? We don't know. Yeah, two thousand one. We don't know. The, the birth certificate says one thing; the reality says another. So, okay. anyway, so bring it on, bring it on. You've seen *Bring It On*, right? Yes. Yes. So You made me watch it specifically for Barbie Week. Okay, good. Good. So, what did you think? It's a perfectly okay movie. You think it's only okay. Now, personally, when I watched it, I love the fusion, like, cheerleading routine that's done in it. 
where they get different styles, different mm -hmm. things from history, put it all together. I understand the It's a dance ending. movie. It's a dance movie and you're a dance Hold on. obsessive. Yeah. I loved the whole dance sequences. All of those sequences were great. I understood the ending. I understood why the certain cheerleading team won because they needed it more. Um, I didn't appreciate a couple things, though. Uh, let's focus on what I did appreciate. I love Eliza Dukshu. Just be- or Dukshu, not Dukshu, <laughs> Jesus. Dushku, isn't there it? There you go. Dushku. I'm having a problem. It, you know what it is in French class? Dukshu? A Dukshu. In French class, there was a song where you had to sing Dukshu, and now whenever I see Dushku, I say Dukshu. It's like I have a moment of like- You just uh, invert the- Yeah. The, the yeah. letters, and I'm having a problem. Anyway, despite the fact that I just butchered her name, I really like her. I've liked her ever since she was Faith in Buffy. Yeah. So seeing her in this, I really liked her. I liked that her name was Missy as well. It is, like, the funniest thing ever, because if you see her, you're like, yeah. that girl's name is Missy. Um, I actually know a Missy from when I was in high school who was very much the same way, so it, it's, it's not as appalling to me, but it should be. Yeah. I liked the romance between Torrance and Cliff. Uh... I love dancing, as you know, so that was that was speaking to me. I, but at the same time, I'm not a big fan of cheerleading because it feels so fake to me. And I, like, my friends call me a cheerleader because I'm quite positive and, like, supportive of them. So they're like, oh, thank you for being my cheerleader and stuff like that. But I feel like it's, like, forced positivity and, like, school spirit. And, like, you have to smile all the time. And I can barely smile as it but is. I walk around with, like, Hold resting on. bitch face as Hold it on. is. Most of these cheerleaders aren't particularly nice. Yeah, but they smile, like, the the actual, like, yeah. dance portions well, the, where they're doing that, it feels more cheerleading than dancing. One of the cheers that she, I think it's in her dream, though, she goes, yeah. um, hey, oh, yeah. hate me because we're At beautiful, but we don't like you either, we're cheerleaders, we are cheerleaders, like, yeah. hate me because we're beautiful, Yeah, but we don't like you either. Yeah. Um, there were a couple things I didn't appreciate, though. I feel like it would have been amazing, Torrance's boyfriend, who the brother- Hold on. Which, Torrance's boyfriend? Yeah. Aaron? We talking about Aaron? Yeah. Okay. Continue. Yeah. Calm down. I'm just um, clarifying. You're giving me like crazy eyes like, which one? Um Just clarifying. Uh I wish that he was really gay. Because the brother had yeah. said it. I would have loved if he was actually gay and like he was off with dudes at uni. But instead he's just a player. And I don't like that. I yeah. feel like that's just your typical it's tired. Fuck boy. Yeah. It's tired. It wasn't tired when it came out. Yeah. It, it, came it out, felt it hard like, to me. Oh my and God. the other thing that bothered me was there's one guy who's a hot heterosexual cheerleader on it, but he's a total dickhead because he turns around. Which he, one? The one who turns around and he admits that he violates female cheerleaders because oh, she yes. doesn't wear underwear. Yeah, there's a little bit of a consent issue there. And you can see in the scene he does it at one point and she's shocked right, and appalled. You mean when he straight up fingers a girl? Yeah. In she front is of your entire audience? Yeah. She is shocked and appalled and he thinks he's slick as shit. So even though he's a cute guy, automatically I was like, this guy's such an asshole. And then I was mad because other characters who I liked were friends with him and I was like, you know he's an asshole. How could you live with this? Like, I'd be so angry. Like, I don't know if it's just because it, it's a different time, but if I had guy friends who oh, were yes. doing that... This was a long time ago. I'd be so ago. angry. I would be so, I'd be livid. This is my era. Now, I would be livid. Now do you feel young? This was what I grew up with. Violation. Okay. I hate so, it. So, here we go. Here we go. We're going to do a very quick little recap of the film, and I'll lead immediately into why I think 
you should. I mean, there's lots of reasons why you should like it. I do. I like it. And I'm getting you all There's issues. There's issues for me. I'm sorry. Did you just say you like it? I like it enough. I rest my case, Your Honor. I rest my case. I don't even need to tell you anymore. No. Okay, fine. I will explain what the movie is about, though, for those who are not informed. By the way, Bring It On turned into a whole freaking franchise. Hayden Penetier was in one of them. I really want to see it. I cannot believe. Just because I love Hayden Penetier. I I don't want to see any of them other than this one. I think they they did it perfectly tonally in the first one. The other thing, I I really think it was in poor choice to name... um, uh, Gabrielle Union, her character's name is Isis, and I feel like it is the yeah, worst thing it ever. It is. Considering the political climate. Bear in mind, long time ago. This yeah. movie was long before that. Yeah. Okay, so basically, an entitled white cheer captain steals the cheer routines from a black cheer squad from an, a less privileged neighborhood. And when this cheer captain leaves her role and hands over the reins to our main character, Kirsten Dunst. Torrance. Torrance. Um, Torrance Shipman, she discovers that they've copied all of the these Clarify routines. her last name, because it sounded like you just ship, said Shipman. Ship, Shipman. <laughs> yeah. Ship. I heard Shipman, and I was like, I know Okay, we're just going to call her Kirsten Dunst from now on. <laughs> so or Torrance. Kirsten Dunst discovers that they, all these routines are stolen uh, from the Black Cheer Squad. Devastated. And she kind of informs the team and and wants to not do them anymore, but they're fighting against her. We don't have time. Let's just do what we know. A lot of laziness and pushback coming from them. But then the Black Cheer Squad shows up at one of their football games. Where they're copying a routine. And humiliates them by doing the identical routine in front of them so that the entire stadium gets to see that they've stolen this routine. Go Clovers! Go Clovers! Yeah. Yeah. Considering the White Cheer Squad has won championships, though... This is particularly embarrassing. So now there's a lot of pushback on whether to do the honorable thing and scrap this stolen routine or keep going with it and win like they always do. But after being very publicly shamed, they decide that they're going to innovate. They're going to come up with their new choreography. They make some missteps. We won't go into too much detail. Um, They add in some new talent to the team as well. And that's Eliza. Apparently Duck Shoe is her last name. (laughs) Duck Shoe. Duck Shoe. Who plays Missy? A very skilled gymnast who has joined the cheer squad as a last resort. She did not want to be a cheerleader. She's just a very good gymnast, and this is her bet. This is the closest thing. Um, you add in a love triangle between Aaron, which is, like you said, a douchey former cheerleader himself. Who I wish was gay. And Kirsten Dunst's um, current boyfriend. No, no, no. Yes, they're boyfriend, girlfriend. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. He is the brother to Eliza Dushku, and they have- No, her current boyfriend is Aaron. Aaron. You're confusing me. I thought you already mentioned Aaron. Yeah, we're still talking about Aaron. I haven't moved on yet. I thought you were talking about the other one. No. The no, other guy me. in the triangle, the other point of a three-pointed triangle. So a triangle. Third point. So a triangle, not a square. This is who you're thinking of. The third point is Missy's brother, Cliff. Uh, Love that guy. Yeah, I was going to say, he had a huge career. I can't he think of his name. He is so What's awesome. His name? I don't know. I can't think of his name either. I I love him so anyway, much. Anyway, he was in everything at that time. He was in Swim Fan. If you've ever seen Swim Fan, you know, you know who it is. I haven't, so I know him from Bring It On. Uh, yeah, so he's a very counterculture style, rock-loving guitarist. Oh. He has eyes for Kirsten Dunst, and he writes her a song. Like, instantly. A very catchy fucking song, because, like, like I find myself instantly. singing this. Yeah, and he brings her flowers and shows up at her cheer competitions. He's very supportive of her. He's supportive, and he ain't even dating her. Yeah, this like, is... Ugh. He is very much like a no duh 
Oh how about God. how about you switch gears kind of And it's so funny of, because it's a love triangle where It's we, so funny because Eliza Dushku is saying to her, she's like, Do you like my brother? And she's like, No, that's ridiculous. It's a nice soft you can see you can see Eliza's face. Eliza's <laughs> face is just like who do you Jesus. think you're fooling? Yeah, no, this is definitely so an isosceles love triangle in which the one point is super far away and like at college. What's the point? <laughs> what's the point in keeping this one? And then the other two are very close together and make perfect sense on the same level. Well, so she, yeah, you like know where my allegiance like, lies. They're all trying to pick on him, and he's not letting it bother him. And you can see she finds it hella attractive because she's sitting there. She's like, "You're a cool guy." But you want to know why I find this movie particularly interesting? is because the protagonist is actually the villain. Kirsten Dunst's character is the one that's done wrong. She continuously does wrong. Although... She's not the villain. She's the villain, because... Okay, you know the villain is? That stupid... She's thrust into the redhead. villain. Redhead. Yeah. She's Who thrust the into the villain thing. position. And, and she continues to do the routines. Even though she knows better, she doesn't do but, better. But the reason but she, she does redeems. it is because she's too scared to, like, speak her mind. Yeah. Like, she's not the villain. She's the villain. No, she's not. But she redeems the herself. The team is the villain if she you're going to She redeems herself. And that's what makes this movie good. It's a redemption story. What do you yeah. think? I, it doesn't matter, because you already said you like this movie, so I already win. I like the, I told Woo-hoo! you, I have Bunny! issues with it. I have issues that make me, <laughs> like, that stop me from loving issues. it. I know you I have issues. I know you have issues. with the movie that make me not love it. But I don't know. But you like it because you said you did, and or, that's enough for a win I like for Chi Chi. I win. Chicka 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 Chi Chi. That's me. I'm Chi Chi. I, I, I can tell. I win. All right, everybody. I am off. I am on a sugar high from eating this much cotton candy, and I'm going to. We go haven't see... even finished the tin. Like, I know. Been, like sixty grams of cotton candy. Just, last, just so you folks. know, there's a serving size on the uh, side of this, and it says not the whole fucking tin. Don't eat the whole thing. Hold on. The serving size is two thirds of it. Together, we ate about half a piece. So we had a serving. Nice job. Oh my god, Lord, give me strength. Anybody give me strength. Anyone. There's like nothing in it other than sugar. Help me. Help me. You know what I think is a joke? The whole thing is sugar. 40% of your daily value. 40 grams of sugar in a serving of 40 grams. The whole thing is sugar. (laughs) Help me. Yeah, I know it's sugar. It's cotton candy. What did you think? Is there protein in there? I know, but like you have literally nothing else. They're like, there's no fats. You don't get any fiber. Like, you're not going to get fiber in it. Yeah, this is not But the sugars I find really funny. This is really unhealthy. On that note, I'm going to go see Barbie and uh, feel better about life. So I'll see you next week. Ta-ta! Enjoy watching the movies we just suggested, Miss Congeniality, Legally Blonde, Clueless, Shanda, and Bring It On. See you next week, everyone.